0: Hello and welcome back to Lovecraft Country Critical. Uh, we Yay. are back for episode two. Whitney's Whitey's on the moon, uh, and we've Whitney. got a full Whitney. yeah. I Whitney know, Whitney tired. We, I've been listening to Magic Radio, and they're uh, celebrating Whitney Houston this week, so I get confused. What's, what's she doing um, up there? But even more exciting to celebrate, uh, we've got a fan critical full house today.
1: Oh my god. Oh
0: my god. So I am joined by Lucy. Hello. uh, Gaz, down under.
2: Good
1: morning. John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Len. Hello.
0: And me, Emma, your host. This is very exciting. We haven't all been together Mm. since... Endgame.
1: I'd say Avengers Endgame. That's how long.
0: Probably. So last summer. It's been over a year since we've all been on a podcast together. This is very exciting. Anyway. Mm -hmm, Amazing. We are here today not to talk about the reunion of the full crew of Fran Fran Critical, uh, but to talk (laughs) about episode two Whitey's on the Moon, not Whitney Houston. Um, So, you will hopefully have already listened to our episode one coverage of uh, Sundown, where we talked about the first episode of the HBO series Lovecraft. Good podcast, by the way, John. I struggle to say. Good pod. Thanks, mate. Oh,
3: thanks, yeah, Lucy. There you go. What could, what, uh, what's the only thing you. that could make it better? Me. Add Lucy in there. Yeah, Me. 100%. Mm. Mm. Um, bit so
0: th- we are going to cover uh, this episode in our usual uh, structure. So we're going to talk about kind of overview what do we think what were our blueberries most importantly uh, then we will go through the plot then we're going to take a little trip to Cthulhu corner with maybe mm. a bit of Lovecraft lounge from Gaz uh mm. before we leave you uh gagging for next week's coverage um so Gross. seeing as you weren't here for uh the preview pods or the first Lucy please tell us all what you thought of this episode Uh, explain the Blueberry system and give us your score God that's a lot for a first time back Um,
4: uh, (laughs) briefly I enjoyed the first episode a lot just to give a bit of context this one kind of um, split me a little bit like opinion wise Mm. Um, a lot of it Reminded me of the chilling adventures of Sabrina. It gave me that kind of vibe, (laughs) which I love that show, but that's not what I really want from this show. The ending was a bit of a sucker punch, not going to lie. So I'll go on to what the blueberry scale actually is. So that is how we rate what we review. Um, And we go from zero to five, zero being the worst, five being the best. And I'm going to give it three because it was giving me sort of monster of the week, a little bit silly, it, I found it a little bit silly at times um although there were some bits that were quite like horrifying it's just the robes and the yeah. magic for me a bit Sabrina <laughs> not in a good I think way it's a, so I'm it's gonna give it three
0: quite a divisive yeah it's quite a divisive episode I think and from everything I've read today you're not alone in feeling oh, that good. um for various reasons some might say
1: Look at John. Look at John nodding away. Oh, he's getting She's so curious. excited. Yes.
0: Um <laughs>
1: John's rubbing his little hands together.
0: <laughs> Gaz, what about you? What did you think of episode two? Because you gave episode one five bloobs, same as me. It
3: was it was really good. And Lucy said pretty much exactly what I feel about episode two as well. Um the the, the word that I wrote down was camp. It's a yes, very campy yes, silly yes. episode, yeah. isn't it? Um and <laughs> I'm not sure. Like, the production values remain really high, but I felt like some of the directorial choices were a bit of a mishit as well. Um, that that just some of the music kind of took away from scenes rather than complementing yeah. them, which it, it very much it complemented what was happening last week, and I felt like it did the opposite here. Um, and and yeah, I I just I sort of found myself doubting. How seriously i'm supposed to take this show um as lucy says like if that's the premise from the start if you're like right this is this is a silly show that's fine that's absolutely fine um but i i feel like it wants us to take it seriously and at times i really couldn't but like i, I still enjoyed what was happening um on the screen it was still good fun uh so yeah it's still it's three blueberries as well from me <laughs>
0: Fair, and you know, three blueberries mm. is not a terrible score. Uh, it's no, no that's a good score. But it's three bu- blueberries it's, is a good score. It's above average. Um, John, what about you? You did not enjoy episode one as much as us um, for various reasons, which hopefully we've right. already listened to. Um, but not as you know, not a five blue. What what about no, what about five on the moon?
2: Well, I mean. It was Whitey's, yeah? Because I feel like I've missed.
0: Yeah. Yeah I was just having a moment. It's been a long day. Um, Whitney's on the moon with uh-huh.
3: Fran Critical. <laughs>
0: yeah. Good, That's though. me.
2: Yeah, I mean, right, so after episode one, I was like, whoa, 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 everyone calm down, yeah? Because now we've got this episode. It might just not be for me. So... Mm. You know, I feel like I'm allowed to give this one. But blo- now I'm not going to give it a one bloop. That would be outrageous. Now it's 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 a two bloob. Um The actors they've got are like A star actors. They're A listers. They're superstars, and yet they seem so shit in the show. In two episodes, we've gone from all right. So we're just meeting these cat. Oh, he's he's dead. Oh, okay. I I didn't. I don't even know who he is yet. It, it is, it's very, like, episodic. It's like, I feel like each week I'm going to be meeting characters, like, in the X-Files, where it's like, oh, this man that's, like, made of glue is a bit mad. Oh, he's dead. That's fine. But that's, <laughs> you can't do it in this. And this episode, like, all right, so they got to the mansion. Oh, that's blown up. That's finished now. Next. Oh, it's like, fucking ill. This should be, like, episode seven.
4: Yeah, it's moving like,
2: really, really slow quick. Slow down.
0: Slow um... down. It's
1: challenging. I actually think they've done loads of character development in two episodes to the point where <laughs> it's. I think some of these characters are more developed than some of the other shows that I watch. Because I think they've, they've done it in an interesting way. But I'll go on to what I think about it. Um, so after reading the book, I was certain that this would be the weakest episode of the season uh, in my mind. Because when I read it, I, I agree. I actually think it comes across as, like Gaz says, as quite camp as um, quite silly at times this whole this whole section is so early on in the book and you're like Jesus man what what it's it's done like that feels like it should be like an eight episode (laughs) string or they should have stayed in the mansion for ages and I do think that adapting this for TV they should have actually had two episodes in this sort of mansion setting 100% I think they should have really let it breathe a bit more and had a bit more mystery involved with this element of the show. But they've stuck to their guns and they've gone hey right let's just get this out of the way um because now the show can inherit its true sort of format which is short stories anthology um a bit more character bottle episode driven episodes and that's going to be really interesting going forward and I always thought this would be a problem I always thought this episode would be a problem I still enjoyed it personally I still think it's very interesting tonally um there's a lot of exposition still, and I agree that that is an issue, but, but I, they're trying to cram so much lore and stuff into this episode that it makes it very difficult um, for them not to do this heavy exposition, which I think is a mistake. As I said, I think they should have done two episodes in the mansion and let it draw, draw out a little bit more. Um, but you know, it's got the tone is quite silly and funny and shocking and horrific at the same time. It's a very interesting mesh of feelings that you have watching this 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 show and I think that's uh, John uh, when we watch Watchmen I think that show also has a very weird tone where you sort of it's I haven't really watched a show since Watchmen and this is the closest I've come to a tone where I just can't put my finger on it and there's lots of stuff going on Um, I still really enjoyed it I think the effects are still very good I think the (laughs) acting's still very good I think there's a lot of room for growth of this show now from this point onwards uh so i'm going to give it a four (laughs) blueberries for me because i know how difficult it is to interpret this episode i think it's i think they've done a pretty good job considering that what they had to get through the the elements they had to bring into it because this is all stuff that the themes are going to run throughout the show but the show is going to completely transform now into something completely different
0: Mm. thanks then um i think it's it we said this in the preview podcast that the way that the book is structured and the fact that they're basing it as an adaptation of that could be a great thing. It could be a massive challenge. Um, I think that they've made a slight misstep, actually. And, you know, Len, you said about making this two episodes. I think it should have been longer. I think that um, the book has, it's basically a series of short stories focused around different characters and the story that we're telling here is basically... Atticus's story Um, but it's essentially you know we're nearing the end of what that happens in the book with that and um, you know we'll talk a bit more about stuff like that in Cthulhu Corner so I think that it was a little bit it's too i think for someone who, who hasn't read the book it's too rushed and i think for me there are parts of it yeah. where i thought that is not how i'll put it on screen however you know you guys use the word camp yeah great um, i found the the first half of the episode felt like a bit of a romp and i quite enjoyed it actually and um i'm not ashamed to admit that i cried at the end because i was not
1: expecting
0: <laughs>
4: yeah,
1: I think, that I think... no i wasn't yeah <laughs> and we'll John get on to that in, in... No. <laughs> we'll that in cthulhu corner um some of the, some of the book differences but uh at yeah, the end is 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 very mm. i thought it was very affecting considering i talked about the tone i i, I personally was devastated at the end of the episode yeah. um so. i think also
0: what we'll find when we go through this series is that you know the shonleys will be affected differently by stuff and will react differently mm. to stuff um and actually and i'm, I'm gonna get Rinsed out for this, but I agree with you, Len. It's a four bloop for me because I still enjoyed it. Yay! I think that let's from go. a let's go, yes, uh, from a Lee perspective, I think it's probably a misstep. From my perspective, I'm like, right, well, they're packing everything into one season, here we go. Mm-hmm. I know what's coming, yeah. So for me, it was a little bit different, and it, it had the opportunity to give me a shock by doing something, um, that I wasn't expecting, and that I think makes for a good bit of telly. Thanks, guys. So a very mixed very mixed and i think it's i i like the fact that we all have different opinions of it i
3: sort of wonder whether it's it's trying to just subvert some expectations at the moment as well like Mm. you you get you get a creepy mansion with some creepy people in it and it's all welcoming and you expect that that's gonna that's gonna set up this mystery and you'll be like oh are these guys good or are they bad what are are they is this all of their pleasant treatment is it nefarious or is it genuine and you expect that there'll be little bits dropped in over the course of a few episodes. And then you start going, oh, no, they're actually bad guys, aren't they? And after about three or four episodes, you get the big, like, Scooby-Doo reveal. Like, oh, they're actually bad guys. But instead, it just immediately goes, right, these are bad people. And I, and that's, that was kind of jarring. Um, but I wonder whether that's sort of, that's the overall aim. Maybe everything... Yeah. Is supposed to be slightly different to what we expect from,
1: yeah, a, a horror show.
0: That's an interesting perspective. Yeah, actually. and that's good.
1: That is good. Like it's 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 different. Like I don't honestly if they did draw this out over four episodes and did that whole scooby-doo reveal gaz i'd be like well yes we knew they were evil four episodes ago why are you <laughs> drawing it out four episodes <laughs> They're
0: wearing capes well look we've um, <clears throat> got an opportunity to talk about all of this in much more detail as we go through the plot and there's a lot of it um but before we do that i'm going to hand over to len very briefly for an advert break
1: Hello there, advert time here at Lovecraft Country Critical uh, and what I'd like you to do right now, this second, is if you're listening to this podcast, hit the subscribe button, that's right, very easy to do, <laughs> subscribe, all major podca- podcast platforms, that's all you've <laughs> got to do. Um, if you like the vibe that we're creating here, yeah, at Lovecraft Country Critical, then you'll love the vibe over at Fan Critical, our main podcast channel where we post everything. So if you want to hear us review Avengers Endgame, it's on there. How about Joker? That's on there too. How about a series where John and Gaz troll through Netflix and find the worst things on there and talk about it and laugh about it for about an hour and a half. Uh, yes, those podcasts are very long. Yep. Yeah, that's on there too. Um there's loads of stuff on there. So go check that out. Fan Critical Ooh. once again all major podcast platforms. And what I will say is we also have a patreon account patreon.com forward slash fan critical and guess what team since uh last week we have some new patreons to shout out yes Ooh. you get a shout out number one if you join us on patreon at even the most basic tier you get a shout out you get access to <laughs> cast episodes you can also commission a podcast that's a tier on there as well so check that out i'm going to give a, a couple of shout outs team are you ready ready for some shout outs yeah. for some of the patreons Go, yeah
4: Dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, first up, first up, we have Rulu, uh, and Rulu has been listening to us since Castle Rock. They say, "Hi, y'all. Call me Rulu." Uh, Len, I'm in Texas, and I say miniatures. Now, that is an in joke yeah. between me and Gareth. Uh, well, I'll get more of that later. So, so thank you for clarification. Right. Yeah. Thank you, Rulu. Mm. Mm. Sounds sounds like you're right. um uh, I subbed during Castle Rock season one and decided it's time to show my appreciation. Uh, you friends in whatever combination shows up create my absolute favourite podcast ever you make me smile mm-hmm. laugh while talking about the shows I love, thank you yeah. oh, that's so that's very cool. nice and thank you Rulu for becoming a Patreon um, all hail I hope you enjoy Rulu. the cast episodes <laughs> all hail Rulu, yes very 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 good, um, I hope you enjoy the cast episodes because they are pretty good mm. next up we have Rai Pai uh, Rai has been a regular writer yeah. in, um, doing some other seasons like uh, Watchmen, Westworld and it's great to have your support now on Patreon. So thank you very much, RaiPy. I don't know your full name, I just know RaiPy. That's all I you know. Need to know. So I'm shouting out RaiPi. Going with that, right? Yeah. Yep. I'm going with RaiPi. Um so Rulu and Rules. That's Rai right, everyone Rai say thanks. T- <laughs> have yeah. you made these up? <laughs> to make us feel better? <laughs> no, these <are> definitely not. <laughs> Genu- genuine. And finally, uh Aaron Easton, thank you very much for oh, becoming de- a Patreon.
3: Yeah, that, that was definitely made He's up. He's uh, yeah, jumped the shark um,
1: now, mate. <laughs> the return of Aaron. Uh or oh, Aaron. I don't know how you want to say your name, Aaron, Aaron. Aaron. Uh thank you for joining <laughs> Patreon and thank you for giving us the support once again during this uh interesting season of Lovecraft Country. Uh we really do appreciate it. So, once again, if anyone else would like to become a patron, you go to patreon.com forward slash fan critical on there you will see all the tiers the link is in the show notes just click on it check it out you don't have to do it just have a little gander see if it If it's up your alley, if not, don't worry about it. Just listen to us and subscribe. That's fine. Uh, And one final thing to say, if you are enjoying uh, this set of podcasts with Lovecraft Country Critical, uh, could you please leave us a review on whatever platform you are listening on? We uh, really love getting those reviews, uh, especially if they're five blueberries. Don't be like John. Don't be grumpy. Don't give everything two or three. You know, sometimes give us a four, give us a five. It's fine. You know, we can we will accept a four. We'll take we'll take twos.
0: If I, quite like,
2: I quite like a one star review yeah, us give,
1: off. Us what you want. give us what you want <laughs> I mean we have had some fun one star reviews yeah, in the past cowards. Um, <laughs> which taken out of context <laughs> to be honest with you sound terrible but I promise you we are not bad people we are nice people who mean well anyway <laughs> Emma enough garbage chat over to you in the studio
0: thank you Len uh, right, so it's time to get into the plot. We we've had quite a lengthy discussion already, um, about kind of overall feelings. Ooh, and without wanting <laughs> <you> pervert. discussion. Um, <laughs> without wanting to um, you know, cut anyone off at the beginning, obviously there's great opportunities for us to delve a little bit deeper into the things that we did and didn't like. Um, and I think that the first part of the episode might give us a chance to do that. Uh so we open up with um a montage of George and Letty in their like wing of rooms in this big mansion um and they are george is dancing around <laughs> he's got fully stocked mm. bookcases letty's got a closet full of amazing clothes and the theme song to the jeffersons is playing um and this is juxtaposed with uh atticus who is like what the fuck happened last night monsters awful Ugh. um we discover that george and letty don't remember the night before um lucy what did you think of our uh, jefferson's themed montage opening pre-credit i thought it was fun i enjoyed it i felt like they deserved a
4: bit of happiness and a bit of running around reminded me of uh, (laughs) beauty and the beast a bit her like in her nice room with the wardrobes and stuff. Um, mm. It yeah. didn't really occur to me at that point that they didn't remember the night Disney. before. I thought they were just celebrating life, celebrating the fact that they escaped the racists and the monsters. Um, but really, in the scheme of the episode, it just shows it's like maybe an example of how this episode's quite tonally uneven um, mm. Mm. because mm. it was it's maybe a little bit incongruous mm. with the rest of the of the episode but as an opening I did enjoy it and I just wanted George to be happy oh George
0: I mean actually there's nothing he wrong with having a bit of fun and I, I actually thought it was good fun I thought it was a nice way to open it they and sometimes fun. having that real contrast is is good I mean John your your hand your head on hand what did you think of I mean you know,
2: well I normally am to be honest it started and I was like what's going on here I missed something mm. like <laughs> do you mean I was like what is this and why, why is she so, so excited about happy? these clothes? Um, but obviously, it's loads of character development. She's like, "Yeah, because I love all these different clothes." And then you've got, hey, you know, man, <laughs> "I like books." Like, yeah, I love and I got books. A library of books. Yeah, that's what I all do. Right. I love my books. Um, so I'm like, "Okay, yeah, cool." So she likes clothes, and he likes books. Um, and obviously, you got Tick. He's sitting there, and he's he's stressed out. He goes, "I'm always getting stressed out about stuff. It's just what I do." Mm. Um, and they obviously all come together and I, I was just a bit like, what's going on here? What, why has this happened? And then obviously you find out later on, um, and the whole, you know, well, they've done this thing. I mean, look, if I woke up and I couldn't remember what happened the night before, and that's happened before, you have that beer fear, don't you? Where you're like, oh, fuck yep. hell, what's happened? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Weekly. Yeah,
1: You don't dance around the room. Yeah,
2: if I ruined another <laughs> engagement What drink, did I do mean? last uh, night? Just like, what did I do? Yeah. So you, you worry, did not you? Um, so they were a little yeah. bit not worried yeah. to be honest um, how, do you, how do you
3: feel how do you feel the day after my engagement drinks
2: absolutely fine I remember leaving yeah, That was yeah. a difference you got no
3: carried drugs. out you got carried oh. out no, <laughs> absolutely
0: not yeah. no, some people well, cheered me That's, that's in his mind. cheering yourself and everyone else is cowering and heckling fear. himself Gaz, what did you think of the um, the fact that Leslie and George clearly had no memory of what had happened the night before, but Atticus did?
3: Well, see, that wasn't my reading of it at first, um, which was a it problem for me. It took me a while to get that. Yeah, well, I thought, but I mean, I, I did think about the night before and I thought, this is a mental way for them to be acting. <laughs> um, like, they should be like Atticus, I don't understand. I, I, at no point did I go, oh, they obviously don't remember, which... It was maybe a bit silly. I don't um, know if you
0: were meant to know, because I didn't, mind you, I'm slow. No, I don't so. think
3: you are
2: supposed to know. Yeah, okay. But obviously later on they tell you, he goes, have you done a bloody spell on him?" And she's like, yes. <laughs> and I was like, what?
0: <laughs> Can you take it off?
2: <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, that was the actual dialogue as well. Have you done a bloody spell on him, have you? <laughs> yes. You've done a bloody spell. Right, okay. Can you not do the spell? Okay.
1: Yes, right.
2: <laughs> I can <laughs> bizarre,
3: but uh, but if I do take off the spell, I have to put on another spell. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <all> right, fine. <laughs> yeah. It won't That's be a bad one, will my, it?
2: My character's a bit like that. I like to do spells and stuff. Why have you said? When <laughs> like I get a
0: scene of full rear nudity, though. Well, yeah, all right, fine, do it. Yeah, <laughs> That's what true. happened later.
3: Um, <laughs> I, I think uh, I, I don't know. I, I didn't love. I didn't love the uh, the forgetting spell concept because. Um, I uh, I didn't love it at first, and then it also seemed to hold very little weight. Like th- it didn't actually
1: mean anything. right? Mm. This is an example of where I think adapt. This isn't an adaptation. They don't have memory issues in the book, do they? M? I'm not pretty that sure. I they don't. remember, but uh, I could have been spelled. Yeah. Uh, and for me, it just felt like if they were going to do this, if they were going to do this memory loss thing, they should have stuck with it for the whole episode. Instead, like you said, it held no weight. They got rid of it. Like. And it just felt like, why add this element to it? Because already there's a, already, I was watching this episode and I was like, oh God, John's going to hate this. Uh, <laughs> so I, had, I have that in the back of my mind already. And then the moment they start like doing this forgetting thing, I was like, oh, he's going to fucking hate that what as well. Why does that bother you? So you
2: Just enjoy the
1: show. And then don't it. There was a timestamp two always, hours later. I've always got a little John in the back of my head going, wow, that's Memories. a bit stupid. <laughs> <laughs> guilty, guilty. Give it to blueberries. Anyway. Uh,
2: but to be fair to them, um, and I will be fair to them here. They had to pad the episode out, didn't they? Because they didn't have enough. <laughs> so they had to do like magic spells that aren't in the book. Yeah.
4: But do you think maybe the spell, the whole like memory thing, is a kind of a commentary on how? Black people get gaslit and they're, they're, their experiences are yep, yep. shown back to them Oh, it wasn't that bad, like the I, microaggressions? Or is it just magic yeah, spells? Yeah, I
1: read an interesting article about this. No, I, I read an interesting article about this, and it was talking about how it becomes to that point where, like having trauma, that they just sort of think, ah, oh, this, you know, it's just the way it is. We'll just forget about that, brush that off. Well,
0: we mentioned this in, in the first episode, didn't we? Yeah, that happened in the first
2: episode, where it was like and you know me and gaz spoke about this that's a commentary on on how oppressed their lives are by these fucking disgusting racists fine they've covered that in episode one don't try and do the same thing with magic spells yeah it doesn't work. i'm
0: gonna i'm gonna suggest that we leave the magic spells here until we come back to them um so i'm gonna put a spell on all of you to forget your, your anger at the forgetting spell and, uh, and talk about William. I'm trying to
4: remember the so, Harry
0: Potter one, but I can't remember what it's called, funnily enough, memory <laughs> spell. When you Ex, do, Luce. Expelliarmus. Um, Len, last week you and I talked about um, who the mm. bloke was that opened mm-hmm. the door at the end of the episode. Um, so in this episode, yeah. it is confirmed yeah. this is William, um, and he gives us a brief history lesson yeah. of the house. Belonged to a guy called uh, mm-hmm. Titus Braithwaite, and I'm pretty sure it should it's be Braithwaite. Yes. I'm just going to call him That's Titus. What I thought. Yeah, weird, right? Yeah. Uh,
1: it's it's mm. it's Braith, it's Braith white in the audiobook. Oh, is it? So, okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: It's an exact recreation of the house that uh, was standing there that burnt down in 1833, killing nearly everyone inside. There are no phones, and uh, mm-hmm. members of the lodge are coming for dinner, allegedly. Um, wh- what did you think about William as a character, Len?
1: Yeah uh you know he john said this last week he he's the epitome of uh, like he said he looks a bit shit he's the epitome of like the sort of camp character that i think gaz and lucy were alluding to as well like he's very mm. clean cut like super Aryan in, in a way yeah. if you get what 100%. i mean um, <laughs> yeah,
4: it's quite clear uh, mean, yeah.
1: and he i th- i thought he was going to be a character called caleb braithwaite now i was hoping he wasn't because I actually really like the character of Caleb Braithwaite, uh, but it seems Emma that we're not going to be getting the character of Caleb Braithwaite no. because we're going to be Christina getting Christina Braithwaite, yep. um, which I will talk about later. So put a pin in that little tidbit, and we'll come back to that.
0: Put a pin in that but,
1: tidbit. Uh, William's fine. He's creep. He's creepy. He appears out of nowhere a lot, um, which is kind <laughs> of what happens in the book. Another Harry like, Potter. Hey there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, this whole sanctuary of Arden, this whole place is just creepy in this weird sort of otherworldly kind of way. Um, and I like the fact that you get in the backstory about Titus uh, Braithwaite. You'll hear that name a lot more, I'm sure, as the season goes on. There's also other nods to other sort of lodge members. The big issue that I had actually was that, once again, I just think this needed two episodes to sort of draw out some of these informational mm. moments because some of them are very important. And there's a couple of things that get glazed over in this first episode that we will come on yeah. to names like Windthrop get completely um, just shown to you and never really explained. And I'm worried that they've rushed all this a little bit and it's going to be hard to pull it back later on. But overall, the tone of the mansion and the sort of um, it looks like it did in my mind, if you get what I mean um and, and so your mind thing got terrible cgi got... though
0: because when they panned out and looked at it it was shit wasn't it <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah the house was, that was bad the house is a bit ropey but what, what what i will say is i i it's a sh- they got such a cool location here it's a shame that once again we're not going to see it for a bit more because it feels like such a cool place like you kind of want to explore it a bit more but yeah anyway, totally william weird creepy um he, fine and yeah
0: <laughs> well william mentions that he is uh a close friend of Braithwaite's daughter, Christina, who we've just talked about there, yeah, Um and you know yeah. we we can then put two and two together and realise that she's the one in the silver car. Interesting, but before we get a bit more of that, what we um what we get is e- exploring a bit more of of that environment. And um George, Letty, yeah. and Atticus uh, walk down to like. I don't know the Minions land, the village, whatever you want to call the it. the village. Yeah, yeah, so it's a bit Amish-like. It's like, Amish-looking, um, isn't it? And then yeah. they encounter what I assume to be like the village sheriff woman with her dogs. Um, she looked like a smooth hmm. criminal era Michael Jackson.
4: True or yeah, false? Yeah, what was going on there? <laughs> I saw her and I was like, she really looks like Michael Jackson. Jamal. Um I um, think um, <laughs> Len touched on it a bit, but I would have liked to have seen a bit more of this creepy village. Cause they all they all dressed like. the olden times. Um, And I just think it would have been a bit more interesting to have, I think, yeah, Gaz said like the mystery of, Oh, are are they bad or are they good? Because obviously he's been brought here, but it becomes clear with her sort of allusions to the, the black bears, you know, it's very on the nose, isn't it? And, um,
2: very on the nose. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Which is not, is not the best way. I don't think. Did you say they were dressed as olden times? Some of them, I saw people dressed walking around <laughs> yeah. with bonnets. I'm pretty sure.
1: No, you, L- Lucy, you are right. They're meant to be sort of like yeah, Amish. Yeah. Amish, are yeah. an Amish sort of community that live around the mansion. That would have been um, more interesting to see more of th- that. That's even just, just mm. yeah. Mm. That's that's what I mean. Like it, it would be interesting. To, you don't really actually see that much of it in the book. You probably see a little bit more than this, but yeah. Um, it's a, it's an interesting, weird way that this sort of. You know this order, this weird culty order, has this little village that also has these weird Amishy type people who raise monsters, apparently. So it is hmm. a bit weird.
0: I think it's um, yeah, it's interesting. The the,
1: the, uh, the Amish are, are lovely people,
2: by the way. Yeah, they are. So
1: yeah,
2: and slagging them off.
1: And if there are any Amish people listening <laughs> I don't think to this, um, You're not um, I mean, by definition, may, there won't be. No, they no. can't. Yeah, they might be breaking the rules. The they might be, in be breaking no the rules. Come on, guys.
0: So. <laughs> After our little sojourn into the village with the um, lovely, lovely Amish people, um, or Amish-like people, um, they head back to the house because they've told they've got to be there for dinner, right? So two things happen on their walk through the woods back to the house. Firstly, George remembers out of nowhere that Atticus's mum was like, oh yeah, I was descended from a slave that escaped her master's house after a fire. Um, and yeah. secondly, yeah. I mean, loads of monsters turn up. Yeah. What? what's yeah. happening here? Uh, uh, How have I remembered fair, this?
3: Can I just say like I don't, I don't do what Len does and watch everything through the lens of of John. But <laughs> when, uh, when, yeah, me too. I was when like, when George said we all do that, it, my 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 first thought was. Oh my god, John is
1: gonna hate this. Game. Yes, why? Why is that the first thought that always comes Same. to our mind? It's fucking annoying. Why is John that is happening? John living rent free, and that's your head. quality
2: filter. You're sitting there going, "That's a bit of shit." So he's gonna hate that. <laughs> we done, and doing. that's fine. Uh. Yeah, it was um, it
3: was poorly it placed exposition. Yeah.
1: What I'll say about this section as well, Em, is 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 I felt this wasn't really needed. Well, I was, um, was going to ask you guys, here, the
0: geor- because the second thing that yeah. happens is that a load of monsters turn up again, and then Christina turns yeah, up and plays a whistle. And I I felt... <clears throat> yeah. Then ones again, isn't it? It was a bit cheap. I, I bet it wasn't.
1: It was well, a bit yeah. silly. Yeah, I bet it was expensive. Now, to, they've
0: used the demo Yeah, I, d- I don't
1: think they needed this scene, um, actually. Uh, it's obviously an interesting way to introduce Christina... Um, as I said in the book there's a lot more mystery still involved like there's a lot more like you know what what was that last night and what was going on and you don't actually know you didn't see these monsters I think to see them again in sort of daylight in my little air quotation marks or twilight is just a bit like not as scary it makes them less scary it actually makes last week less impactful mm. um but uh we'll come on to the whole George remembering thing later on because that gets very interesting. Yeah.
0: Um I think we can we can put a pin in that one um and come back to it when it becomes a little more <laughs> a lot of pin pin relevant. Um mm-hmm. so they head back to the house and this is where we meet Mr Braithwaite. Um mm, who, Samuel Braithwaite. Yep. Yeah, uh who we then find out various different things about. I'm gonna summarise them here. Uh Atticus is related mm-hmm. to him they're all related to titus uh we've he's trying to open a portal to the garden of eden (laughs) and he basically wants to sacrifice atticus to do that uh to like boost his signal um now
1: boost his signal boost his (laughs) signal to
0: the garden of eden It's been a long day. And Christina tells Atticus a bit of this later on, but we find out quite a lot of things um, from the dinner. So they all sit down and there's all of these weird brothers of the Sons of Anarchy or something. Mm. Um,
1: Sons of Adam. (laughs) The Order of Adam.
0: Thanks, yeah. What are you doing here? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, Uncle George... Spoiler warning, R.I.P. Uh, stands up to say, you know, actually, I've I've been reading some stuff about the bylaws of the Sons of Adam, various different bits of information, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Atticus is related to you so he can order you about. Um, and that's where all of this comes around. Um, Gaz, what did you think of the kind of dinner scenario, uh, the whole kind of please eat a piece of my flesh off your plate and... Ascus is yeah, descended weird. from titus
3: it's probably it's normally the sort of thing that i would be like oh i, I really like this but it just happened so quickly that i didn't mm. grasp what was happening to be honest um it was, it was it was over very suddenly and it seemed very easy for them to just th- this big this big sort of um ceremony that they were building up to they just like oh, okay we'll leave then um and i guess again though that wasn't that wasn't the actual point of this episode and mm. um at, at the time it just left me thinking sort of what is the point of this episode where where are we going but um mm. but that's that's kind of the uh a, a recurrent theme i suppose um i like i like that uh i mean I, I like the story of asuka's being related and 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 yeah what the um Mm-hmm. Uh, what the the consequences of, of that are, but <clears throat> again, you know that that just that could have been done with being stretched out. I think over a few episodes still. And yeah. you know, what is his birthright? And um you get hints of it and clues, and he he sees that ring, and then you think, oh, what is that ring? Maybe maybe that will be something. Oh no, he's wearing it now. That's there's no, <laughs> no more mystery. It's a it's a really
0: um, interesting story, um, and I think and I hope that we still get to hear more of it. Um, I mean, Lucy, what did you think about the way that um, Uncle George revealed it in front of everyone? All the, all those stuffy white people. It
4: reminded me of the Stonemasons episode of The Simpsons when Homer is made. <laughs> yes. Do you watch the...
0: anything apart from podcast stuff in The Simpsons?
4: Re- remove no. yeah. the
1: stone of shame. Put on the Tri- stone of celebration. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: Um, but, yeah, it was a bit. It was, I think, yeah, it should have been stretched out a bit more. It, well, it could have mm. done with that.
0: We get to another set of scenes where we're focusing on uh, Letty and Atticus and George in various different ways. Um, and it starts initially... It looks like it's going on a bit of a, a left-field turn here. Um, so every, we find out afterwards everybody is having hallucinations. So Letty is... Uh, yeah, getting on with Atticus, um, yeah. George is dancing with a, a long lost love named Dora, and Dora. Atticus mm. thinks that a woman from the war. Atticus's is- mom.
1: Just, just want to clarify that that's Atticus's mum. Dora is Atticus's <laughs> mum.
0: Fucking
4: oh, hell! I think
0: that was going to be expanded yes. on.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it Jesus. You missed it.
1: Well, I'm just making sure um, that everyone knows that. Okay, but. Signpost it. Put a pin things, in things.
0: Things all all go a bit wrong. So uh, George Dora disappears. Um, Atticus, it's all gone wrong for Atticus, and uh, Letty, I think, is getting the worst end of the deal here because just as uh, Atticus unbuttons his snake pants, cock. he's got a snake penis. John, what did you think of these hallucinations? I mean, I was still thinking about
2: who is that actor that is the main guy, like the main the wizard guy who's now dead now. And I was like oh it's, it's the guy from Ghost. He was in Ghost yeah. he was the villain in oh, Ghost. I can't wait <laughs> to see what he's going to do in, in the rest of this season. No. Um yeah, so that annoyed me. Uh again a lot a lot of it is very what, what's going on here and then you like halfway through you're like right okay I mean everyone's just skitting out. Honestly there was one bit where it's like Who's Atticus fight? What is this? I
0: thought it was intriguing actually because I was like, "Who is this woman, and what relationship did they have?"
1: I think these scenes are quite interest are quite interesting. Now, the interesting part for me about them is um, the fact that everyone else is watch like these the, the the white order of Adam are watching this, watching them break yeah, down and have these that? hallucinations. Uh, and that is disgusting. And it's this kind of idea of just for their intert- in, their entertainment. And I thought that was a very interesting spin on on these set of scenes. Um, because, you know, I actually thought they were pretty good on their own. Uh, and there's a lot to be talked about what they say when they come out of the room and ask about what, what they all saw. Yeah. But the fact that they were all watching it as well, I think, is a very important um, sort of added bit of story, which I think just... I don't know, it makes it just a bit more different and interesting than if they're just... We've all seen these sorts of scenes before where they're like hallucinations, but I think this has got an interesting spin on it.
0: So after this lovely, disturbing bit of voyeurism, um, Letty, George and Atticus decide to go and rescue Montrose, Atticus's dad, because they think he's in the bottom of that big tower, right? Which seems logical. And as they're going down and they're trying to get him out, uh, he crawls out of the ground. Uh, he's He's got yeah. out himself. It's funny
1: this. It, it, oh, yeah, it was quite funny. Um,
0: it was it was a bit weird, and he is a bit of a knobber, isn't he? Um, Lucy, you we didn't we haven't really talked much about like Montrose and their relationship in, in this episode. What did you think of his appearance uh, for the first time, really, in the show? Omar from the Wire. Well,
1: yeah, hundred percent. It's Michael K. Williams. So, yeah, isn't that, it? Was my, yeah. that was my first. Um, he is an absolutely brilliant actor, and such a coup to get him to do this yeah. show.
4: Um, I thought it was good the way he kind of bursts out of the ground because you might have been thinking maybe he's dead and then it's like he returns to life through the ground. Zombie. Um, A bit of Shawshank (laughs) looking at the uh, excavated um, dungeon. But yeah, he's a prick really, isn't he? He's not very... I mean, we know there's been a bit of character character development with um, Atticus and his father. You know, they they didn't have a good relationship whatsoever. Um, And when he says, I don't think you'd be stupid enough to come, it's like, right, great, well... I'm here trying to save you. Gratitude costs nothing. I think
1: Montrose is such an interesting character. He is by far one of the more complicated characters in in the show. And his relationship with Atticus is something that's very um, well detailed in the book. But he's got a lot of room for growth. Like there's a lot with his character that hopefully we'll see him maybe soften over the season. Well, he turned up a
4: lot earlier than I thought. I thought that the show would be about, we've got to get my dad back. Mm. He's somewhere And episode 8 We found him Not straight away He's here Replacing (laughs) Uncle George (laughs) Mm. Boo
0: Well
1: The
4: season Could have I
1: I love that moment Where he just bursts out of the ground And then they're like Hey Montrose Yeah See, now that was fun. What the fuck are you doing? That was
0: funny fun, wasn't it? I mean, like, the season could have ended after two episodes, to be honest, because now they get in a car and go to escape. It could have been over. And they're driving uh, driving away, they're speeding around, Letty's getting handcuffs off Montrose, um, and then they crash into an invisible force field. Gans, what did you, did you expect this? What did you think about this? Uh,
3: Do you know what? Really annoyingly, I, like, turned away to top up my drink at the moment that the crash happened. So I had no sort of, like, oh, my God, what's just happened? Yeah, mm. that's it. Keep your eyes on the road. Lesson for us all. Um, so the, the, the moment of shock was probably lost on me, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> well, we had another but...
0: bit of a shock in this part as well, where um, the Braithwaites turn up and um, mm. an elder Braithwaite shoots Letty in the gut. Now, Samuel. did anybody yeah. here, like me, feel some serious emotion going on?
3: I'll t- tell you what I thought. I was, I my thought was, there's
1: no way that she's dying here.
3: Like mm. that, that would well, be ludicrous. You know,
1: I, I thought that about George, but you know, shit happens. Like it, it's it, this, this scene is is has been changed from the book.
0: Yeah,
1: the the gut the gut shot to Letty is is a genuine gut punch to anyone who's read the book because uh, it don't happen. Um, and I was like oh fuck maybe they are going there Um, you know they they might start killing off some characters that we thought they might not Um, so maybe it's something they're trying to subvert people who've read the book's Mm. expectations Um, and I can say that towards the end of the episode that is confirmed Mm. that they are doing that Mm. all this
2: time you've invested in these characters and they they go and take one of them away you'd be like oh mate I'm gutted (laughs) what do you mean no yeah. It's episode two, for fuck's sakes.
4: I cared about care. Drop.
1: Once again, Heart of Stone. Uh <laughs> I'm uh, sure he's a lovely yeah, guy. I mean, I, you know, absolutely fine. You but, know he's a lovely guy and you yeah. know he likes a bit of bedroom shenanigans and he likes books. And he likes books. I and he likes I, going, I, Well look, he
2: might be my son as well. Why are you telling me that now? Stop saying that.
3: <laughs> I would have I would have cared. I just didn't buy that Letty was gonna die here. Same.
0: Yeah, I I think there was a kind of a sense of unreality of it. I think it felt a bit Yeah. It felt too quick. And actually even from my perspective, I didn't think they'd do that. Mind you, they've now done something else. But anyway. Um Exactly This leads us on to kind of, I suppose, the the peak of the episode in terms of drama of one variety or another. Um because we realise that actually, you know, what they wanna happen is they want to get Askers into this Ceremony, which we kind of knew, so we sort of there's a bit of a you know, you choose which one. Uh, Elder Braithwaite shoots one of them, we let him find out it's George. Um, and he makes a promise that he'll heal Letty uh, and George if Atticus takes part in this ceremony. So then we get he's being washed by some nice Amish ladies, um, we get a full rear nudity shot, which I'm not going <laughs> to complain about. Um and then uh, then we get Christina sitting in a chair Just, just staring at um, Atticus And having a chat Pretty chilled Putting a ring on his finger Interesting I mean Lucy This is where we start getting a bit Sort of Wizards of Waverly Place type <laughs> That's a good show. Thing Yeah. (laughs) Um, What what did you think of the kind of lead up to the ceremony? Yeah, more silliness. I mean,
4: we did, I don't think we mentioned it, but um, when the guys were trapped earlier and when he was doing Morse code and it just spelt out wizards, I was like, oh God, this is is a bit silly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah.
1: No, but like that's... How how would you describe it? How would you describe it? What are you going to put on the Morse code? Seriously. But again, I hate these
0: guys. It's a dual meaning, isn't it? Like we've had before, because it's talking about Grand Wizards and the clan. Exactly. No, exactly. I know. So I'm, a, I, that, yeah, that, I'm aware of yeah, yeah.
4: the symmetry between them. It's just the way it was done. I, I thought the ritual would be a bit more graphic, <laughs> like when you see him cutting, having his liver cut out or whatever. Um, the Grand Wizard. But it was it was all a bit Buffy, wasn't it?
1: With very good effects, yeah. I will say the effects are very good. So I mean, Buffy does not have good effects. That's a fact. Buffy I mean, was filmed thirty years ago. Um, I agree that this this is the bit that's very difficult to translate because, as I said, this episode was written in French. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, there's Makes there's sense. a lot of there's a lot of supernatural stuff um but once again when i was reading it i was like oh john's not gonna like this why is that in my head all the don't time? worry about me mate um,
2: just you know you're gonna give it four blues yeah. minimum anyway whatever happens so i enjoy
1: this it. sort of stuff i just said i like buffy so just yeah uh, what i will say is that this was always going to be difficult um to translate and like i said they've got through it now but this whole sequence <laughs> is very interesting for several reasons we'll talk about um White on the moon in Cthulhu yep. Corner, uh, and how it relates to the whole episode uh, in a very interesting way. Uh, we'll also discuss some other little bits and pieces. But I thought the idea that obviously it's it's mentioned earlier in the episode that Titus Braithwaite in the 1800s, I think it was, or late 1700s, um, tried this um, ritual. And failed, which resulted in the destruction of the manor and the escape of Atticus's great 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 grandmother. Right, who escaped whilst pregnant. Um, so it's important to note they're trying to do the same ritual here now. Samuel Braithwaite believes that he now has a better grasp of of, of natural philosophy, as they call it in the book, br- to do this but... um, to do to do this ritual. Um, and yes, you are right. It's glazed over. It is also very glazed over in the book. It, but, but there is obviously more internal narrative from Atticus's perspective. A uh, couple of things to note: uh, the ring from Christina. Um, I want to. I'm interested to know if you think that she sabotaged this ritual. Everyone, is that what you think happens here?
4: I'm not sure because she's the one that kind of brings. Or him, did you though? not pick up on that? She's the one that kind of gets him there by saving well, them. Yeah,
1: but she's sort the, of the interesting his thing. The interesting thing is that obviously in the book, I, I've already mentioned that it's Caleb Braithwaite. It's a boy who is the uh, heir <laughs> boy. to the Braithwaite. Um, boy, And that, this is, Yeah, This is an interesting <laughs> subversion from them because I think what they're trying to do and I think what Misha Green's trying to do is to say that women are also marginalized in this time That uh, and there's that conversation between Christina and Atticus when Atticus gets the ring and she says, the only reason you get this is because of that. And he says, and I'm a black man too. Uh, And they're trying to sow this element of Christina feels slighted that she doesn't get the opportunity to, you know, inherit the brave white sort of natural philosophy, grand wizard, whatever you want to call it, situation. Poor little Um, white girl. So she sabotaged this ritual. She sabotaged this ritual because the ritual was working. And then if you notice, the ring is the thing that changes the ritual for the worse. So uh, put a pin in that and... um, I'm sure it will come back. Someone keeping track of yeah. these pins. Too many pins. I'm making a, a list
0: of the pins, don't worry. I'll burn it after this. Um, so it all goes wrong. The mansion falls apart. Atticus gets out. And, uh, <laughs> and that's all we need to say about that, I think. Um
3: well, chasing chasing of an apparent vision
0: grandmother vision Yeah Sorry. which is you know yeah, i that's think it's good. interesting i good. think it's and it it starts to tell his story um and then we come to the the culmination of the episode and letty runs to atticus hugs him and they have a really really mm. interesting moment that i just wasn't getting um i i thought it might have been you know snake oh, long really? again but clearly not <sighs> Um, because actually when what? they get back to the car why are
1: you always thinking about snake dick because it, it was really traumatising
0: but then they get back to the car and this is more traumatising um, George is dead and I yeah. I'm, that whole a scene it was a shock I wasn't expecting it I got really emotional by it and, and it was it was Atticus does that mean it doesn't happen in the book yes correct
1: it does not happen in the book. So it I don't we'll come back to today then. We do not, not lose. George, George is George is a very important character. Like I think I I said this in the previous podcast, he's probably my favourite character um in in the story. And I could not believe it. I could not believe they done it. it was a real gut punch, and I get that, John. I understand as a Shonley and as someone who's only seen two episodes. Uh, I, I think George definitely comes through the best out of all of those characters in the in the two episodes. I all, and I, I, but for someone who who loves the character, I was absolutely heartbroken yeah. here. Um, I'll give it I'll give really you a, I'll give you an me. example,
2: Len. So, for people that haven't read uh, A Song of Ice and Fire. Uh, their affinity with a certain, I won't use his name just in case people haven't seen it, but I'll call him uh, Harrison Bellmy. So, you know, so that's, that's the code, you see. Now,
1: I love the him. I absolutely in the love land. him. Yeah.
2: And, uh, you know, something happens to, to Harrison, Mr. Bellamy.
1: Poor Harrison. In yeah. the
2: show. And it's like, uh, oh, what the fuck? I was gutted. I was devastated, yeah. angry. Yeah. If anything, I was like, yeah. "How the hell have they done? How dare they do this to this, you know, legendary man, Harrison Bellamy?" Harrison, and then Harrison <laughs> Bellamy, yeah. yeah. But then let's just say there, there are other people that haven't read the books or watched the show that were just a bit like, "Well, yeah, this guy's yeah. All right, oh, that's all right, yeah, just a bit old and shit." But that it? I think is what's yeah, interesting. Who's this guy? No, who's Harrison Bellamy? Who cares, man? But I think between <laughs> I know inter- Why Harrison Bellamy's great. It's
0: interesting to have. Some of us that have read it and some of us that haven't, because then you get that difference of, of reaction. Like Lucy, hasn't read it, but she yeah. was but then, she was taking. But then imagine imagine if he
2: died in episode two of season one. You'd be like, okay, I can't even remember him.
3: This scene was um, it, it confused me a bit, uh, and not necessarily in a bad way though. This was when he escaped. I thought, oh, god, he's run into some sort of past. Um, like, I thought mm. that he was following his great-great-great-grandmother in, yeah. oh, into the past. interesting. And, uh, yeah, and then obviously it was only when Letty's like... That would have been good. Tick. Um, that I was like, right, just in regular times. Um, and then I thought maybe that's why they all the the sons of Adam or whatever they call themselves, that's why they've turned to stone as well, because I thought well, they've messed around with time. That's, um, a, that's really interesting. Gone back actually, to before they fun. were born, so they were made of stone. Um, and uh obviously that isn't what happened but as soon as uh, as soon as letty gives Atticus that look i was like george is dead um I didn't see. That's yeah, so I weird. I, I just didn't read it at all until he went to the car. But maybe, maybe because you, you, because I wasn't expecting you really yeah, weren't yeah. expecting it because you, you're like, yeah, well, I know George survives this whole thing, whereas I d- don't know that George survives the whole thing. We've obviously um, neglected I was thinking... to mention
0: here that um, Letty's been healed and she's not dead. <laughs> I re- I realised I didn't say that, uh, yes, which is what we assumed yes. would happen to George, but it hasn't.
1: I'm pretty certain that George is perma dead. Unfortunately,
2: do you know what I was expecting in that in that bit? And um, we've kind of skipped over the dialogue between between the brothers, um, where he's like, you know, look, you know, he's not necessarily your son, right? It could be mine. He's like, yeah. look, we said thirty mm. years ago or however long. Let's just not speak yeah. about that again. It's quite upsetting to be yeah. honest. I was expecting him to go to the car and be like, oh no, my uncle's dead, and for his dad to go, well, actually, is dad? He might not. Oh wow, yeah, he might not be your uncle. He might actually be your dad, <sighs> and then. For it to be that on the nose and then just end. And I'd be like, Oh fucking hell, why has he done that?
1: Um John, also just just what we didn't pick up on. There's a conversation between George and Dora earlier in this episode where they talk about Tulsa. And I know that Tulsa is a is a big moment in the Watchman um series. Mm. And just to say that it will also probably have a lot of relevance to this series, is actually mentioned several times. Yeah. Uh, in the book so it'll be interesting to see if that relationship in Tulsa is explored in a flashback sort of scenario in any way shape yeah. or form um, just so use the, really interesting use to the watchman flashback that was good yeah just use the watchman flashback I mean it was amazing mean, no, yeah. those sequences yeah. are great in
0: well what, look I think yeah. I think that gives us a good in-depth conversation around the plot itself Um so I think that it would be a good time for us to trundle over to Cthulhu corner
1: Okay, everybody, welcome back to Cthulhu Corner. Now, in the first episode, we actually had uh, a load of references to talk about. This week, less so, it's a bit more broad. <laughs> There's a couple of moments here or there. Lovecraft is actually, uh, takes a bit of a back seat at times here, unless you want to talk about the show goths again, but we did that last week, so let's, let's, not. let's not worry about that. Although, I just thought about this in my head. They were weirdly, we didn't talk about this, born from a cow. Oh, yeah. That was weird, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, we did not um, talk about that.
4: Yeah, what was that? That was happening? weird. Don't worry about Why it. Why is that happening? Never be mentioned
1: um, again. I think it's a anyway. Don't worry about that. I think that's a moment to try and humanize Christina in a way, which is if a anything. weird way to say it. Trying to humanize her when she's cradling a demon spawn. <laughs> but you know, have
2: you never done anyway, this before? Um, no, I haven't. Why are you doing it now? No. Are you not busy tonight? Who's
1: or, John, John? The question is who who's ever done is, that before? What that is going on there? For the of anyway,
0: Eden going on. Nah, baby. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, Okay, so there's a section of the episode here, but we didn't really touch on. So it's good that we're going to talk about it now, which is where George discovers a secret passageway um, where he finds the bylaws of the Order of Atom. Atom, sorry. And um, he finds the rules that, you know, this is where he finds the rules that Atticus has the the power to demand everyone to leave the room. He's a true descendant of Titus Braithwaite. Um, But the book that he pulls out, and this is probably what Gareth wants to talk about for some reason, because he's trying to get in on my Cthulhu corner action, um, is The House on the Borderlands. Okay, And it's got a very interesting story. And George actually mentions a bit of the story in the episode. And I know that will have piqued Gareth's interest. And it definitely piqued my interest because the story uh, sounds ridiculously horrific and Lovecraftian in a way doesn't it Gareth? Well it does because um and, and that's no coincidence
3: um William Hope Hodgson <laughs> who wrote it is one of yeah. uh, the, the key inspirations for Lovecraft he was a, a huge fan of Hodgson's work um and and yeah I'm sure if you want to
1: describe the story uh yeah see it's, some of the so it's like a it's a 1908 novel so obviously 30 years before like 25 years before Lovecraft or whatever and it's the I'm going to summarize the story like similar to what George does because it's it's terrifying sounding but also very interesting people on this Irish island find this recluse's journal in this abandoned and destroyed Just large house and the diary recounts the recluse as he like <laughs> ha- le- acquires the house with his dog and then he decides to keep a diary to record all of the strange happenings um that are going on in the house he then gets transported to another dimension at times called the plane of silence where he sees gigantic demon creatures and swine things as he calls them and john will like those because they're pig people <coughs> and it seems like the kind of thing see that's the kind of thing that when i what if i were to watch it and they were pig people i go john loves this mm. so that's the difference see, like that's, that, that's yeah. what goes on in my mind that. yeah exactly yeah um so i noted a couple of uh, similarities to the story of what's going on here Now, obviously the strange happenings in the house is obviously literally what's going on in this episode um, other dimension now this is something that I'm sure will be explored as we go throughout the season but you even see a glimpse of it when they're trying to get to this alternate dimension or plane where Eden and the era of creation and, and eternity is still an option for them and that's what the order are trying to do here uh, so I thought that was very interesting. Anything you want to add to that, Gareth? I just I because uh, I've
3: I've never read this, but I really want yeah. to after reading up on it. The the this plane of silence. It sounds yeah, it sounds terrifying. It sounds terrifying. So it's this 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 gigantic plane surrounded by giant mountains, monsters, and on yeah, yeah on and each mountains. of those mountains is like a like a sort of beast god um sort Gross. of representation yeah. on it, um and. Then I think in the middle of the plane is a, a weird sort of glowing green version of the house uh, that's in yeah. real life. I, it it just I sounds
1: think I so might have read this. cosmic horror. I love it. The
4: pigs well, are gonna... in a bell. Oh, Really, and the house like in Ireland. Swine things. Ireland. I mean,
1: it's either you've you've read this book or you've seen Willow, where they all turn to pigs at the end. The <laughs> don't know, don't know right, spoiler month. warning for yeah, Willow. I <laughs> So I was going to
0: ask, doesn't Lovecraft write a story that's basically a carbon copy of this apart from the pigs where there's like, um, there's a guy in the woods who's writing him letters and he's really ostracised and there's weird things in the night and then um, like the elder ones or something put his brain brain in a pot. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: think I think he describes it slightly more sounds evocatively shit, than it? that. Honestly, it
1: just sounds <laughs> shit. I can't tell you um, all of it. Hey Gaz, a not there a story with Lovecraft and
3: brainpot. <laughs> <them? laughs> nah, because they put his brain in a pot and that. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, oh, don't
2: put me brain in there. Nah, that's what we do. We're pig people. <laughs> Why's he cheering? He's on his
3: own.
0: I'm glad I didn't. Uh, I'm mean, mean,
3: unbelievable. Some of these descriptions <laughs> uh, just, yeah, I, I, I want to. I, I would love to see some kind of representation of that in the show,
1: but yeah, make a film with that. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds Break good. Yeah. Um, let's talk about there's a lot of religious connotation in this episode. We obviously it's all about the book of Genesis, talking about um Adam and Eve, and how at the the, the book of names is mentioned here, which is essentially the when. You know, the universe or Eden was created that Adam was literally putting everything in its place and giving a name to everything and that is the state uh, of things that the order want to achieve again they believe that everything has got uh, that is is sort of defying nature's natural order and they are trying to put everything back in its natural place or return themselves to a time when they have the option to do that and that is very key they believe they are trying to restore balance to the universe in a way Uh, Put their
0: brains in a pot.
1: So you've got like the book of Genesis, you see the paintings. um, A lot of the music used in this episode has religious connotations. So that was very interesting to me. Um, Obviously glazed over in a very compact one hour um, episode. So I'm hoping we get more (laughs) um, tidbits of what the Order are trying to achieve throughout the season. And I'm sure we will get moments of that. Now let's talk about uh, Whitey on the Moon, not Whitney on the Moon, (laughs) which is what Emma called it this is a 1970 (laughs) spoken word poem by gil scott heron um and the the way this is used over the uh sort of ritual at the end of the episode was a very interesting choice to me at the time but then when i like thought about it more i think it's actually very very well done because the whole poem is criticizing the u.s sort of government for prioritizing like things like the US space program mm. uh and essentially saying that it didn't use its government funds to help um people in poverty and, and how it marginalized a lot of black americans at the time um and if you look at the episode essentially that is happening entirely throughout the episode uh you i know you joked about it at the start but like L- L- letitia at the start of the episode dancing around with the clothes like is trying to show that disparity and and George with the very nice books is trying to show the disparity <laughs> between the poverty that they are oh, sort of coming nice from uh, the poverty they're coming from to the sort of uh rich the, the disparity in, in sort oh, of wealth thanks. there uh also during the the séance at the end uh, you could see this as um the white people trying to do their moon landing if you get what i mean like go to another world uh, at the expense of <laughs> yeah. tick, and you know, it's it's a very interesting way of looking at it. I actually thought it was a an inspired choice uh, to do that. I mean, what did you guys think? I
0: thought the um, like the atmosphere it created with that over the ritual uh, was really effective. Yeah, uh, despite you know,
3: yeah, other I, I sort that. of yeah. totally disagree. Like in the <laughs> sense that, in the sense that lyrically, it was it was a, a really like it worked really well. And, and i think that's probably what's in, what's important but just audibly it it doesn't <clears throat> you know it again it might just be subversion of expectations but this is some kind of uh culty ritual going on i like i sort of i want to hear like oh, dee, oh, dee, oh, dee, oh,
1: rather than like yeah. it's <laughs> sort of cool yeah, some, I, there was some of that and, it's interesting it's interesting. I really don't want to hear that yeah. <laughs> because I'm so bored of that yeah. in 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 literally every form of. And I think we talked about this. Like they're doing different things, Gareth. Like you said, they're subverting expectations. Well, they're like I just oh, found it making know. a big. It suit. just sounded a bit. We're jarring, two. We're two,
2: we're two episodes in now, where yeah. they're taking, you know, a text from. I think this is mm-hmm. like 30 years later, and placing it in in a different time. But it's two episodes. They've done it two episodes in a row now. Um, so I, I don't I don't think they're doing anything different. I, I, I sort of wonder, is that is that just going to be the free text in, in every episode?
1: Yeah, maybe. Interesting. That's an interesting point. It will be. This is the thing that I'm going to find really interesting. And we're going to move on to feedback in a second. But I think it's fascinating to see what I would love to. I can't wait to talk to you guys in like eight in another eight episodes time or six episodes or whatever and go, okay, now what do you think in, in hindsight? Because I think there's a lot that is going to change after this, this week's episode, but should we move on to some, uh, feedback? Cause we have, uh, some yeah, good points to talk about. Cause
0: I know that somebody we, we really love hearing from is back is. this week and I'm Spoil- really excited. Well,
1: why are you spoiling it? First of all, we have an email from Ripeye, our new Patreon. Hello, Hello Hi Ripeye. Ripe Ripe uh, they have this to say. Love your podcast. Listening to all of you dissect shows and movies brings me great joy. I especially enjoy the witty banter and irreverence on display from all of you each week. Irreverence is probably in a <laughs> nod to John. Um, okay. <laughs> witty banter certainly isn't.
4: Ooh, that's irreverence. <laughs>
1: Definitely is. not. Uh, I, I really like the use... I I really like the use of modern music within the show. I know that was an issue brought up last week, but I believe they had a nice blend of modern and old-timey tunes throughout the show. If the live music scene had the women perform a hip-hop song, that would have been totally (laughs) jarring. But I think they presented a nice blend of modern and antiquated sounds. Uh, Which brings me to my second point, appealing to multiple audiences. Although it was quite funny hearing you poke fun at the use of the phrase multiple audiences, this indeed is a valid point and one which I believe HBO is actively attempting to accomplish. Uh, They go on to say, unfortunately, the American public education system is controlled by a very small number of conservative states. As amazing and Idiotic as it sounds, local school boards within states such as Texas and Florida decide which subjects and topics are allowed in history books. The reason? Money. The textbook makers want to sell uh, the states with large populations and for them to create separate history books for states with liberal governments is not cost effective. Some books literally say that some slaves were happy. Occurrences like Tulsa Massacre are not in textbooks at all. The concept of sundown towns and the dangers of simply traveling in America as a person of color have been completely stripped from the classroom. They state that our civil war was caused by states' rights, not slavery. I could go on, but you get the gist. Aside from simply being great entertainment... Shows such as Watchmen and Lovecraft Country are performing a much needed educational service for the vast swathes of idiots that populate the United States of America. Remember, this is a place where service workers are regularly assaulted for asking co-idiots to please wear a mask inside their store. Sometimes it feels like I'm already living in Lovecraft Country. Keep up the great and much needed entertainment. Well, that's a very interesting um, piece of feedback and something obviously we don't know because, you know, not having gone to school or the public education system in America. What do you guys think about that?
4: Yeah, it's really interesting. That's a um, beautifully yeah. written great email insight. as well. So thank you, Rai But yeah, it's it's mad to think. I mean, you can't learn everything at school, obviously, but if you're not learning your own history, and I know that's been a topic of discussion in this country as well with recent events, um, then mm. you know, you're condemned to repeat the less savoury aspects of it, I guess. So I'm glad that they are taking something from this show that maybe we're not because we're not we're not brought up in that environment but they're yeah, very interesting mm. feedback
1: yeah i i thought that was very interesting and and, and john i know and, and gaz we talked about the tulsa uh, race riots in the watchman podcast mm. and it's interesting to see the second sort of hbo major show now also trying to shine a light on that and i'm sure as i said hopefully they they try to shine more of a light on that in the following weeks. Um, Next up, we have a, an email from Irv Parchman. And Irv, you have tickled us. You have tickled us uh, because uh, you wrote, Hi, Emma, John, and Lynn.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: that has tickled the group. Um, Lynn, uh, spelled L-Y-N-N. I am Len, L. No, you're Lynn now. But I will say that provided the biggest... Mm, you are Lynn, If we yeah. had a biggest laugh of the week segment, that would definitely take uh, biggest Lynn. laugh of the week. Um I'm probably going to be called Lynn now for the rest of time by these guys. better than Ken. Um, Irv has this to say. (laughs) I found your podcast uh, while searching for good podcasts about HBO's (laughs) Lovecraft Country. I'm glad I did. I like the preview materials and your review of episode one. Um, Let us know what you think about episode two of a mixed bag here fan critical it's safe to say uh, one thing I'd like to point out which wasn't mentioned the first reference to the expensive silver car is made by the owner of the local bar Montrose used to frequent the bar owner told Atticus the last time he saw Montrose he met with a man in a silver car and left with him so I'm wondering if Montrose is now living in the Arden Mansion Correct. guess what they went through all that in this episode because um, as I said they crammed it all in but it's, it's, it's interesting you know we didn't mention that last week we, we did sort of glaze over the silver car uh and i'm still we, we shocked also, that it's. we
2: also glazed over Christina. the guy was he got the he was getting a blow job when he from another guy when that happened
1: yeah we did we did glaze over that i was, mean that was a weird scene. just thinking about it. it i was just all like, what's
2: going on here it was a bit
1: mad yeah that well, was a bit mad good, why good why have point, they John. um but yeah um i the man as about all guy so, <laughs> so. <laughs> i think left with a woman in a silver car is probably maybe what they said i need to go back and watch that um but in the book that's similar again they they do go to the bar and it is they do find out about the car so yeah we did glaze over that so thanks very much for your email Irv. let us know your thoughts on this week um be interested to learn everyone's thoughts on this week you can email us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com next up we have a returning character that's right Toddy B is back. Yeah, oh,
2: he's not a character, is he? No, nah, he's no. We haven't made. He's a character that haven't made, made up. up.
1: We, have, we definitely haven't made up. You know, Toddy, Toddy B exists to support everything um, I say. He says, uh, "Hey guys, glad to be he chatting says, again." What would he do, that,
2: that guys? How's it going?
1: He's <laughs> <laughs> not. Really. That's yeah. his catchphrase. Yeah. Um. <laughs> hey hey guys, glad to be chatting uh, again, and hope that you all have had a healthy and oh, safe few months. You, um, yeah, I think we have. Thanks, Todd. Thanks, Todd. Uh should be noted, I've not read the book, so the whole story is new to me. A few thoughts on the first two episodes. Episode one, I think this, they set the scene perfectly and it had me inter- very interested in how they were going to tell the story in the coming weeks. I understand John's frustration with the exposition-heavy dialogue, but when the show is that intriguing, I can look past it, especially when it's trying to world build. Score for the first episode? Five blueberries. Five Todd. blueberries. Oh, yeah. take that, John. Right. Shop maybe that in your you, pipe using and smoke character. it.
2: Fucking hell. <laughs> Lean and talk I'm like episode t-
1: boy. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 2 uh, Continued the strong performances from Jonathan Majors, Journey Smollett and Courtney B. Vance I was utterly baffled and confused for the majority of this episode But... For some reason, it really worked for me and especially found the last 10 minutes wildly entertaining. The only few complaints I have is that with so much thrown at you as a viewer, you feel overwhelmed overwhelmed with what the fuck moments at times. Uh, But I also found in the first 20 minutes, it felt very choppy and hard to follow. However, four blueberries. That's right. Me and Toddy be on the same page this season. All right. Um, All in all, I love the fact they aren't shying away from the craziness and going all in. I look forward to hearing back from you all, and have a great week. You're letting
2: yourself down, TB. You're letting yourself down.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Look, I think it's safe to say that the episode is a bit choppy, as we know, uh, but it is entertaining. Like The thing is, there's a lot going on there, um, and I found it thoroughly entertaining. Okay, and that's it for feedback this week, um, because we're running a bit long. But if you please do... Let us know your thoughts. You can email us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. That's at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. The email address is also in the show notes. So just follow it on there. Uh, you can let us know anything. Let us know what you think of the show. Uh, let us know if you disagree with John. Let us know if... Um, you disagree with you know, me. Just, I don't care if just, you do disagree just, with me. Just live your lives. Do you know what I mean? Just, he, does, he, 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 do, he does care. He really cares. I get no, I, I genuinely like late don't at night care. where It's just, like, why are you know, people live, saying this about as, me? Live your lives as
2: you wish to. Oh. You know, if if you wanna if you wanna watch a show where people are like, Oh, I've done magic spell and I can't remember anything. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, five loobs. You know, if, if that's what you like, um, that's whoever what you, like. you agree you know, I make no bones about it.
0: Whoever you agree or disagree with, you can let us know also on social media. Uh so if you wanna get in touch with us on Twitter, we are at fancritical pod. Uh if Instagram at fan underscore critical or just fan critical on Facebook. And that email address, again, in case you haven't written it down or memorised it, uh, is in the show notes, but it is also fan critical podcast at gmail.com. Um, oh, I can't oh, remember. what is it? Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> Walk on our remember. Thank you, Len, for this week's Cthulhu Corner. Um, we We talked about... <laughs>
1: Expelliarmus. We talked about
0: most of the. I don't think that's Expelliarmus. That's not that spell. We talked about most of the book differences. I don't um, do plot Plot, discussion as well. But um, I think you know, as you said, we've we've had a lengthy conversation. um, So I would just like to say thank you.
1: Snake lengthy.
0: Snake lengthy. And he's annexed.
3: He's annexed bloody Lovecraft Lounge after one
1: episode. (laughs) Oh no, we can't. We can't have. Can't have somebody else giving some information. (laughs) Hey. I gave you some lines this week, didn't I? You guys, well, I said, hope everyone's like enjoyed last the last time that
0: Fan Critical will all be together on a podcast after this disaster. Um,
2: yeah. Chaos. I will be introducing uh, Worst Line of the Week. Uh, yep. Stealing
1: Yes, from do it. Yeah, uh, stop I'm stealing. Line. Worst Line that of the Week. week was one of my favourite segments of Watchmen and also... Uh, Castle Rock, I, was, I think. Yeah, it was good. I love that. Yeah, We that did back. it on Westworld. Yeah, it was Westworld. Worst island
0: really. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, well, look, I mean, we've we've all got, got new week. sections. Lucy, have a think this week. What do you want to bring? Um, we will be back next week for episode three. Um, and if you have enjoyed this, please...
1: <laughs> Lucy's segment is Simpsons yeah. related. It's what how episode <laughs> related. of the Simpsons <laughs> uh, this is this related moment to... of the episode to the yeah. Simpsons. What is this <laughs>
4: reference in the Simpsons? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Simpsons segment. We've got Cthulhu Corner, Lovecraft Lounge, Simpson just segment, and the worst episode. line of the week. Let's just do Let's
0: those go. segments instead. And then just me trying to keep oh, everyone please. under control night there. Just quickly,
4: The House um, on the Borderlands. I haven't read it, but I listened to an audio book. So I'll share the link with people in the um, group if you want. i put it on Discord. Yes, please. Oh, yeah, thank you. Nice idea. For our Patreons.
1: Oh, mm. ooh, thank you. Yes. Um,
0: and if you love all of that stuff, get yourself ooh, yeah. onto patreon.com. Patreon. Forward slash fan critical, yeah, um, on Discord,
1: <laughs> yeah, bootleg,
0: and um, we'll all be back next week. So thank you, Lucy. Thank you, John. Yeah, Gaz.
3: Uh, thank you,
0: and Len. And we'll see you all next uh, week. I think
3: you'll find and it's Lynn. <laughs> I think you find it's Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.
0: Goodbye.
2: Bye. Why? the accent every week. That's what Lynn that's, that's what Lynn would say.